Hi, and welcome to Functionally Fit with Jen and Leslie. This is episode six, and we are excited to be here. Both Leslie and I are here today. Yay, we're back. (laughs) Um, So I'm in uh, Naples, Florida, where it's a little bit chilly today for us, I think in the 60s. But what do you got up there, Leslie? Um, Well, we had a little bit of snow overnight, like just less than an inch, and it's probably about mid-20s. Um, so don't be complaining about your 60 chilliness in Florida, my friends. I know, I know we do. We get really thin blood moving, uh, moving into Florida. That's for sure. So, um, today we wanted to talk about macros and Leslie, um, Leslie and I are both physician assistants trained, um, in allopathic medicine. So conventional medicine and been practicing medicine and both of us found, just ways to really uh, get a hold of our health in a time when both of us, I think, equally needed to do so. I know for me, it was a big medical push. Um, and, and Leslie shared in some previous episodes, if you missed um, you know, the first couple episodes, especially episode one, that is a great episode to refer back to as to what does it mean to be functionally fit, a little bit more of our stories. But macro coaching is something that Leslie has uh, really gravitated towards mainly because of her own results, which she'll probably share a little bit more about again, but that is covered some in in the episode one, but I really wanted her to help me understand more about macro coaching and what, what it really even means to count macros and to use this as a way to get control of your health and your eating and your nutrition. Um, I think for me, I first was thinking, and the reason it spurred us to want to do this episode is at first I was thinking that this was just like kind of a weight loss gimmick thing or something that was like another thing to do for weight loss. But what I'm understanding as I'm reading more of the recipes and, and things from our text community is that this is actually a nutrition technique to maximize and optimize nutrition too. So I'm yeah. going to yeah, so good morning, everyone. Oh, macros. Okay, so where do we even where do we even start? So let's start super basic. Like this is gonna be macro like 101. Um, because Jen, like she said, she doesn't know a whole lot about macros, and many of you listening probably don't either, and that's that's okay. I will be completely transparent. Um, had I heard of macros before I started working with my coach a couple years ago. I think I'd heard of them, but I didn't understand like the concepts. Um, so just real briefly, I'll kind of go over what got me into hiring my first coach. Um, like Jen said, I found myself, well, one overweight, not happy with where I was. I was tired all the time. Um, energy, like I said, energy sucked. And I just was feeling pretty blah. Um, like on the outside, you would never have said like, Oh my God, Leslie, you've let yourself go. <laughs> um, but like for me, myself, like personally, the way I wanted to feel, um, I knew I wasn't living up to my potential. I knew that there was more um, in me and I knew that I could feel better. And that was kind of the ultimate drive for me to hire my first coach. Um, to be honest, I had tried lots of different things before hiring a coach. I dabbled. I was a dabbler. Um, I'm sure many of you can relate to being a dabbler. So I would try things for a few weeks 
And then before I knew it, go back to what I was doing previously. Um, so nothing really had stuck until I hired a coach. And why did I hire a coach? Because I needed the accountability. I was busy, um, stressed. I knew that if I didn't have somebody to report to, I wasn't going to do it. Um, and that's just my, was my own self-awareness there. Yeah, And that wasn't really in your wheelhouse of expertise because, um, kind of like how if I slid into your ortho clinic tomorrow, it would just be a complete disaster <laughs> because I, I wouldn't even be able to halfway fake my way through doing dermatology so long. Um, I, I'm not even sure I remember half the ortho exam. So, you know, it's also staying in, you know, where your, you know, where your expertise are and then getting help where you need it. That's kind of like how I shared with you recently, how I I hired that writing um, coach just to, cause I don't know anything about how to write a book properly. And it's not like it's a super intensive thing, but it's just a way to learn something new that somebody else has some shortcuts for. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, and that's the, the benefit of working with somebody, right? They've been through it before. So instead of you banging your head against the wall and like trying all these different things and getting nowhere, you know, a coach can be like, well, this is what you need to do in this order. And guess what? You'll get there faster with a lot less hiccups usually. Um, and then, you know, that's the goal, right? Is to get, you want to write your book. I wanted to feel better and drop the weight, just be happier in my body. Um, and, and having somebody there to help me through that process was huge. Um, and that's ultimately what led me into getting my own nutrition coaching certification and like being on the path that I am now. So macronutrients are simply, it's macros are short for macronutrients. They're your proteins, your carbs, and your fats. So our bodies run on energy, right? AKA calories. So most of our calories that we consume come from these three big categories, your proteins, carbs, and fats. Now the micronutrients are definitely important and that's kind of where I'm starting to um, incorporate a lot more things into my coaching to make sure that people are getting the proper amount of micronutrients as well, eating a variety of fruits and vegetables, eat the rainbow, um, because sometimes you can, uh, you can get in a little bit of a, of a rut of eating you know, the same things over and over and over again, which necessarily isn't bad, but you might be missing out on some of those other nutrients that could optimize the way you feel, optimize the way your metabolism was working and optimize, you know, your life in general. So, so is it very, um, so is it very mathematical? Do you need like certain tools to do it? Do you have to have like, uh, uh, do you have to have like certain things to be successful with it? So macros does involve tracking your food. So in counting, and a lot of people have a fear or an aversion to that. Um, a lot of people think you're crazy for counting or counting your calories or weighing your food. But the way I look at it is it's building an awareness for you. We are terribly unaware of what we consume on a daily basis. If you've never, you know, tracked your food before, if you've never really gone through a, a health journey where you're really conscious of what you're putting in your body, we are terrible estimators of 
how much or how little we're consuming and all of that. So yes, there is math involved. Is this, um, so I think the first time I ever heard of counting, well, I remember Nutrisystem in the 80s and 90s. I mean, I know they're still kind of around, but I guess, you know, really hard uh, marketing about serving sizes and calories written on the packages and all the things. And then I guess Weight Watchers, which is now called WW, that is some kind of counting System. thing too. But I, uh, and I know that that has worked for people that I've known uh, very well, but this is not the same or? No, I wouldn't consider, I wouldn't consider this the same. Um, are you weighing and paying attention to serving sizes? Yes, absolutely. But is it super strict where you're going to be weighing and tracking food for the rest of your life? No, right? You can, most people do use macros as a way to um, get their nutrition in check and maybe as a weight loss um, tool. So macro, like macros are simply a tool. Just because you're following macros, it doesn't mean you're going to see weight loss. It doesn't mean um, anything like that. It's just a way of managing and knowing are you giving your body what it needs to work optimally? Like right now, I'm not in a, in a weight loss phase. I'm in a maintenance phase and trying to build muscle at the gym, right? So I'm using macros right now to make sure I am getting enough protein and carbohydrates, one, to fuel my workouts, and two, so that I'm giving my body the nutrients to build that new muscle. That's what I'm going for now. And is there a, uh, is there an order, like, do you, you know how the food was pre-made for, and there's frozen foods for the other companies we we're talking about earlier. Are there companies that specialize in this kind of pre-packaged? I mean, not that we, we don't like processed in general, but I was just curious if there are companies that offer like a simplistic way where they did all the work and then the people order it. Do you refer to them? Um, I think there are companies, but I typically don't refer people to anything like that. I want people to learn and understand food in their body. And the best way you're going to do that is by trial and error mm -hmm. and figuring it out. So say, um, like right now I'm drinking a smoothie. Um, so I know exactly what is in this smoothie in terms of the protein, carbs, and fats. Um, so when I make a meal, so say you make chicken, broccoli, and a side of quinoa, right? So I know, oh, that's a six ounce chicken breast. Okay. So that's going to be about 40 grams of protein right there. The broccoli just depends on how much you have, not very much, but you're getting your micronutrients. You're probably getting uh, 10 to 15 grams of carbs and a whole bunch of fiber, which is great. Um, and then the quinoa, you know, that's going to be your main carb source depending on how much you have, you're probably looking at like roughly 30 to 40 grams of carbs. So even without like me measuring any of that, I have an idea of when I'm building meals that I want to have a protein source. I want to have a, a vegetable. I don't really, I mean, vegetables are kind of like on their own. I want to have some source of, of carbs. And by carbs, I'm not talking like people want to, people demonize carbs. <laughs> That's right. one of the things I, I want people to understand with macros is that 
cookies, donuts, brownies, pizza, fried foods, those aren't carbs, okay? Our carbs are our fruits and vegetables, our whole grains like quinoa, oatmeal, those type of things. Those other foods, they're not necessarily bad. I will junk, never say- They're like junk food. Yeah, they're, they're, they're mainly, they're a combination of carbs and fats. So you can't really put those in a category like, oh my God, I can't have carbs because they're so bad for me and they make me fat. No, carbs don't make you fat. Your body actually, well, I, I will always argue that your body needs carbs. Can you survive without eating carbs? In a way, yes. But in order to function optimally, I will say that you need to have some type of carb source. Right. Um, and then they've also said that I think the a lot of leading cardiologists and um, people that talk a lot about different, you know, diets or ways of eating out there, they have mentioned that the, the high fat diets and the, like Atkins is probably the most famous uh, for quick weight loss or something that really cardiovascularly, it's sort of like, it, maybe it gets you the weight loss, but then it gets you inflamed, inflamed arteries. So then where's the win there? I think what I've learned too, is that just eating as, as balanced of a nutrition, heavily plant-based diet with, you know, yeah. fresh meat. Fresh food, and whole foods is, Yeah. Right. Is, is really, is really the key. Um, you know, macro, I don't think of macro or macro counting as a diet. I think of it more as like a lifestyle that you have to embrace. Um, and like I said, does that mean you're weighing your food and tracking your food forever? No, absolutely not. But if you're in a position like I was where you're like, I need, a, I need something to get me where I want to go. I, and, and it's not for everybody. I love having targets to hit. <laughs> I love having things to check off like a list. I'm a, you know, I'll make a list just so I can check things off the list type of person. <laughs> um, so knowing, knowing what targets I had to hit, like it gives you, people think it's restrictive and I would argue completely the opposite. I don't think macro tracking or macro counting is restrictive at, at all because guess what? I will say, oh, you need 120 grams of protein today. Well, you can get that um, from th foods that you actually like. Instead of me saying like, oh, well, you can only eat, you know, chicken, broccoli, and rice for the next six weeks. Like nobody lives that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, like nobody. I mean, there might be a few people that live that, that way, but like food is one of our social things. Food is something that will always be a huge part of our lives. So understanding how it works and how we can eat, eat the foods that we love and see results and feel good in the process is like my entire goal with using macros. So now that's great. So if someone wants to get started or you have, um, you have a guide that we can put in the uh, show notes that they can download. It's a free guide and other tools that uh, do you walk people through like certain scales they buy or apps they use or yeah so the you know the easiest way is to just use a food tracking app um i'm not affiliated with my fitness pal it's just the one i've always used and i'm most familiar with 
I think it's pretty user-friendly. Um, I do have a food scale. You can get a decent food scale for like 15 to 20 bucks off of Amazon. Um, but having a tracking app, a food scale, that's really all you need to get started. But then the other thing is people are like, well, how do I know how much I'm supposed to be eating in a day? Right. right. Um, I will tell you flat out, if you're eating 1200, well, you might not even know this, but if you're eating 1200 calories a day, you are not eating enough, even if you're trying to lose weight. Um, and that's one of the most common things I see with, I work with mainly women. Um, I think I, I've worked with a couple of males, but mainly women is they think you have this idea because diet culture society has put it in our heads that in order to lose weight, you just have to eat less and move more. Well, that's not necessarily true. Um, so there, there is this in the beginning, it's a little bit scary for people when I say like, Hey, you know, you've been track your food for a week. Let me just see where you're at. Track everything that you're eating to the best of your ability is tracking perfect. Absolutely not. There's error built into the food labels. Um, there's error in the apps. So is it perfect? No, but it does give us a baseline of where you are and a, and a general idea. So some ladies will come in eating 1200 calories a day. And I'm like, Ooh, well this, you know, this, we need to have you actually up at around 1800 calories a day. You know, you wonder why you don't have energy. You wonder why your sleep sucks. Um, you know, you don't feel good. All these type of symptoms, well, your body is not getting what it needs on a regular basis. So it's called a reverse diet. That's like a whole nother probably podcast episode to go into. But what we do is we slowly build people up in calories. Um, a lot of people actually start to lose weight as, as they start eating more, which is a really cool process because people are like, what the hell, Leslie? I'm eating more and I'm losing weight. This is awesome. And they start feeling better, right? Yeah. Um, so, so that's a pretty, pretty cool thing. But if you don't know like where you should be eating, that's where having a coach is really helpful. So you're not just pulling numbers out of thin air, right? Right. Everybody's, everybody's needs are going to be different based on your age, weight, height, your activity level. Are you trying to lose weight? Are you trying to maintain? Are you trying to gain weight? You know, that will all play a role. And then from there, once I know how many calories a day you should be eating to like optimize your metabolism, your hormones, your biofeedback, that which is your sleep, your energy, your mood, all of those things, then I can figure out where your macros should be. And then it's just tweaking and practicing from there and getting, getting good at being pretty close to those numbers. That's awesome. So, so good. Well, I'm so glad that we did this uh, macros one-on-one. -on -one. It definitely, you know, I'm always learning, always Me learning, yeah. always learning, even, even like, I mean, I'm always learning. It's a, it's a never ending process, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so if anyone listening, uh, if you want to check the show notes, we have that free guide down there and any questions in particular, you can always, uh, I think, uh, you can also send us a message through this platform uh, or reach out to us on social media. Yeah, social media. You can find us on Instagram. That's where I am most of the time. So, okay. All right. And we'll see you next time. Have a good day.